It's Wednesday, October 20th. Welcome to the News Diet, a healthier alternative for staying informed. I'm your host, Michelle Carroll. Today, I'm going to talk about the accusation that Jeff Bezos lied to Congress and the crackdown on chemicals used in everyday products. Let's be informed so we can get on with our day. On Sunday, five lawmakers wrote to an Amazon executive accusing the company of misleading or even lying to Congress in past testimony about Amazon's business practices. This comes as a report was published by Reuters, who have accessed thousands of the company's internal documents. So what's the issue and what's in the documents? First, I'm going to go over the details of how Amazon works. As you probably know, Amazon's reach has exploded in recent years to become one of the biggest companies in the world. Their current revenue from sales is in the hundreds of billions of dollars, and they've expanded into spaces outside of e-commerce, like streaming, cloud computing, and artificial intelligence. When it comes to the retail leg, Amazon utilizes independent sellers for many of the products sold. Sellers have their products and use Amazon's reach and processes to help get their products out to customers. As you probably know, as Amazon has more than 200 million members just in its Prime program, the digital storefront offers products in almost every category, from household goods to technology to clothing, food, and more. Add on top of that the technology behind the e-commerce store, and we start to see where their concerns are coming from. In order to give buyers the most relevant shopping experience possible, Amazon.com has pretty robust search and recommendation capabilities. So when a shopper is looking for a particular item, the sophisticated programs are able to pull up a lot of options that hopefully match the desired criteria. And the more someone shops there, the more accurate a picture the programs can paint of what the customer wants. This is where Amazon can really push the recommended section, which is a collection of products that have been deemed directly relevant to each customer. This makes for a personalized and convenient shopping experience. But keep in mind that the way that the site is able to predict your needs so accurately is because of the access to data of both you, the shopper, and the seller's products. The benefit of controlling the hub that is central to the whole operation. Oh, and there's one more piece that's important to the story. Amazon also sells its own line of products that compete with all the other sellers. So the accusations of misconduct are this. The tech giant has been accused of essentially ripping off products from other sellers to then create their own to sell, and then on top of that, skewing the search algorithms in favor of their own versions over the others. The specific accusation is that Amazon has been doing this in India, their biggest growth market. A couple years ago, when being questioned about this business practice, former CEO Jeff Bezos and also Associate General Counsel Nate Sutton said under oath that this was not the case. Now, with these pretty damning internal documents, lawmakers are asking for the company to clarify their previous testimonies. On Monday, the Environmental Protection Agency, or the EPA, announced a roadmap for fighting PFAS. PFAS is a much shorter way of referring to man-made toxic chemicals that are found in a lot of the products we use, or even environments that we're in every day. 
Things like beauty products, shipping boxes, fast food containers, non-stick cookware, stain-resistant coatings, water-resistant clothing, cleaning products, paints and sealants, and even soil and water. PFAS also have the nickname of forever chemicals because of their inability to break down over time. They've been linked to serious health issues like thyroid problems and cancers. So the EPA is looking to crack down on the presence of these chemicals. They laid out a three-step roadmap to enact within three years. The first step is to increase research. The second step is to enact more restrictions on the presence of PFAS to help prevent more contamination. And the third step is to accelerate the cleanup of current PFAS. On top of that, it seems that other measures may be in the future as well, like setting thresholds for the amount of these chemicals allowed in drinking water, and classifying PFAS as a hazardous substance, which would put violators at direct risk of liability if not addressed. EPA Administrator Michael Regan spoke about the issue on Monday. When I look across the country and I see the challenges communities are facing with PFAS, I know that there are lessons that others have learned, that we have learned, that we can share with, the, with each other. Every level of government, from local to state to tribal to federal, will need to exercise increased and sustained leadership to ensure we protect the American people. We also need the continued partnership of our advocacy group and our community activists. They play such an important role. They made us listen. I've heard you. We've learned from you. And we're learning from your experiences. You all have inspired me to never give up and to keep pushing, keep pushing that envelope. I know many will ask, well, why should we trust EPA right now? So many communities have been let down before, time and time again. You're tired of us sounding the alarm. You're tired of worrying. You're tired of feeling like no one's listening. One thing that I've learned throughout my career is trust must be earned. I know that you need to see action. And I believe that the national strategy that we're laying out shows and demonstrates strong and forceful action from EPA a willingness to use all of our authorities, all of our tools, all of our talent to tackle PFAS. Today is Wednesday, October 20th, and you've just been informed. Now it's time to get on with your day. I'm Michelle Carroll. Thanks so much for listening. If you like the news diet, be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast so you can always get the latest episode and leave a review as we all know how that helps boost a show's visibility. If you have any suggestions on how I can improve the show, I definitely want to hear from you. I want the news diet to be as valuable as possible for you. So if you feel compelled, please feel free to reach out to me on Twitter or Instagram at the news diet or directly to my email feedback at thenewsdiet.com.